Welcome to the Comedy Here Often podcast. I'm your host, Kevy. This week on the show, my guest is comedian Brittany Lysang. Welcome to Vancouver, Brittany. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like you're here a lot. I feel like it's not that special for you anymore, is it? No, you know what? It's It hasn't lost its charm. But I really? Am, no, but I am here a lot. I'm here like once a month, I feel like. I feel it's like, like my period. Right. <laughs> yeah. I had to quite Vancouver to a period also. <laughs> um, I I know. Real crampy. Real crampy. Um, I feel like uh, there's lots of Calgary comedians that I thought lived here. Yeah. Like, I thought Chris Gordon lived here. Oh, yeah. He's here a ton. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, that's because when you're like, yeah, they're like, where do you live? And you're like, Calgary. They're like, oh, what do you do during the day? And then you're like, no, I'm just a comedian. They're like, oh, you need to move. <laughs> so I just, they're like, they're like, everyone, people are like, are you live in Vancouver? I go, kind of. Kind of do. <laughs> On people's couches. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, welcome. And you were shooting sketches with lovely Lauren today. I was, yeah. We did, uh... I was so funny that I like anything that I'm like, oh, here, I'll just like write these sketches, but I just wrote myself back into a porta potty. <laughs> You're like, I <laughs> thought I moved on from this. Like, I left being on a job site, and then I've been given one ounce of like freedom to do something, and I'm like, we're going back to the. <laughs> back to what I know. Yeah, hard hats and safety vests. Yeah. And making fart jokes. That's all I ever wanted. Oh, you should never stop something like that. <laughs> you just got to follow your passion and only do the things that you're passionate about. That's what I believe. Yeah. And so. If you're into hard, hard hats that way, I say do it. I say do it, yeah. <laughs> Lauren, you're wearing the best shirt I've ever seen. Yeah. You, I, I, I think you should come on camera <laughs> so people, so people can, can see, see it. I know, I was oh, looking at it earlier. Oh, no, don't make me do that. <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> no, I was looking at all the different ones. There's orange soda. There's, there's like lazy Pepsi. There's classic cola. I love it. It's like something that says AF on it. I was going to say, it's bright as fuck. Oh, because it's guys. supposed to be lazy AF? I don't even know if I'm in any of the cameras right now. Yeah, oh, yeah you're in all of them. It's supposed to be lazy yeah. AF. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. See, that's how lazy I am. I'm going to read you guys made me do that. Oh, I know. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to put you out of your comfort you know zone. I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... One segment I like to do on here. Bye, Lauren. Bye, Lauren. <laughs> um, is I like to ask people about their worst day job experiences, and it feels like you've already just started talking about it. And so. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I, I always kick it off. People are always like, "No, oh, I don't really know if I have any." And I'm like, one time I worked at a movie theater, and there's a dead body in the dumpster. And then people <laughs> yeah. are like, "Oh yeah, okay, actually, I do remember this one thing. It's never that, but it's always a variation on that." I was actually telling this outside when we were filming these sketches, and we're mm -hmm. all in safety vests because I had like I was like triggered into like a flashback of my first day on a construction site which was before the elevator is built in a construction building you there it's called a skip and that's like that rickety thing you see right up the side of building like the scaffolding no it's called a skip it's like an elevator they attach to the oh, outside of oh buildings, yeah yeah and it rides up the side of the building before yeah. anything's built inside yeah and uh it was like my first day yeah and i get in there and uh what people uh probably have never seen outside of a construction site is these half porta potties. Okay. So they're like half. So there's no real top to them. So you can kind of just see the top of somebody's head sticking out of them. Yeah. So I was riding up in the skip and then I opened the door and it was just this overweight man pooping <laughs> and he didn't have enough room to wipe his sweet little bum. Yeah. And as the door opened, 
I just saw a man kick a door open and then just turn around to wipe his bum. And it was literally 6.58 in the morning. Holy. <laughs> and I just, and then he just goes, sorry, fellas, she's a little tight in there. Oh. <laughs> you got to respect how un, un I want, what's unapologetic yeah. people who have lost all their sex appeal are. Yeah, he just didn't care. He just was like... That's a level of comfort I respect. Me too. He was just like, know? man's going to wipe his bum. Yeah. And I was like, that is true. Wow. And then they all just, everybody started laughing. Like yeah. it was just so par for the course for everybody else. Now and it you, was my first day. Now, do you think a guy like that, he's comfortable with everyone seeing him do that. Do you think he'd be the kind of person who wouldn't get nervous if they're going to do pornography maybe? Yeah. I because... You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> that was care. a cakewalk for him. And to me, that's more graphic. Yeah, he like that's that's more graphic than pornography. I think so. And more Bart humiliating. Wiping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, it's fine. He's like, what? He announced it. He's yeah. proud of it. Yeah, he's like, sorry, fellas. It <laughs> was a nice thing for him to say to you. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I know, said, I was like, I'm a girl. Like I said, you got to do the thing you're passionate about. <laughs> and that got gentleman has found it. So, um, so that's day one. That was day one of being on a construction site. Yeah, because before that I was kind of working in newer buildings. So it was like oh, the man. first time I was on a construction site. And I was just like, come on, man. And oh, I was just thinking, God. this is my first day. Yeah. But also, that's that's it was so funny to me. Yeah. Like I was not traumatized by it anyway. No. I laughed about it all day. Do you feel like, were you like, oh, fuck, it's all downhill from here. And then nothing was worse than that ever. And so. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> There are so many things that happen when there's a lack of women in an environment. Oh, Boys are just so gross. Yeah, I know. And it just gets out of control so quickly. Yeah. So I feel like by like inserting a girl into those situations, it just keeps it at just like a... Mm-hmm. What's, what do you think it's like without you there? <laughs> oh, my God. Because it, you know when it, it started to become that everybody was so comfortable, it was like not yeah, having yeah. a girl on site. Yeah. And I'd be like, boys, don't... <laughs> Throw your piss bottles at each other. Oh, like, no. it's so gross. So punk rock. But it's fun, you know? <laughs> it's probably fun to watch. Yeah. Did Would they kind of leave you out of that kind of stuff? Not towards the end, no. Never. Because you know what? We were having fun. Yeah. Like, it was just like we were hanging. That was, like, the funnest part of it. That's the thing I like about anything. Yeah. It's just, like, uh, six dudes in a confined space... <laughs> Finding one person to bully. Because that's what it yeah, is. Yeah. You know, it's just like, we're all having fun. We're all like teasing each other and riffing all day long. Yeah. And, and just in the meantime, you know, getting stuff built and everything like that. But it is, it's a lot of fun. Like, I like that environment. Even in comedy, I still, yeah. as much as I'm like, oh, that was, I'm still like behind a dumpster being like, oh, eat it, eat it. Put it in his mouth. I'll give you five bucks if you eat it. Like, it's me starting it. You I know, love and that. it's. So it's nothing's changed, really. <laughs> I remember, like, one of my first jobs was um, I was cutting out caulking on high rises, and I'm afraid of heights. Oh, and I had God. to be on swing stages. And everyone I worked with were from Romania, and those dudes were harsh. Like, yeah. they thought I was such a pussy, and it, they just thought it was so funny to just tell me things to disturb me. But the things that they would tell me were crazy. Like, they are like... They, they were speaking to each other about the next thing they're going to tell me to bother me. And yeah. the one guy was like talking about how they had a stray 
dog problem in their city yeah. and he was like yeah so we would just drown them and i was like Jesus. what and they're like oh, this pussy thinks that's disgust like you know what i mean like oh like God. they were talking about me like i was an idiot because i found that disturbing and i was oh, like yeah. i still think about that story like he gave me the details of his stuff you're just like oh god i'm like yeah. you're in charge of my life every day <laughs> <laughs> just the lack of fear yeah. and the um it, it really is, I think, a lot of times they're just telling you something to be like, find out what quinces you out. Yeah, yeah. And then just be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This guy yeah. cries when dogs die. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, like, if they if they had the internet on them, like, you know, they'd probably be like, hey, check out this snuff footage. Oh, you think that's bad? Pussy. Like, <laughs> pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Someone's going to pull up his socks. Yeah, that's all. I'll just like... That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. They're just testing my limits. I was like 14 or something. Oh, no. You're just like... Awful. I know. It's funny. Every time I do this show and we talk about this kind of stuff, I realize how horrible my life has been at day jobs. <laughs> like, I was afraid for my life daily because I hate heights. Yeah. And... I had to wear the little harness and stuff, and I thought I was going to die all the time. And, and there was that corpse and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know, with the dead body. The dead body. So, like, was did you do the? Because after that was when you did elevator repair, right? Or was it escalator? It's both. Yeah, it's yeah. the uh, it's elevator and escalator repair. So okay. it's uh, the trade is called elevator constructors union. Wait a second. Yes, sir. I guarantee you must have found some weird stuff in escalators stuck in there right oh, oh well there's like <laughs> dude kids should not wear crocs <laughs> just oh in general God. just in ge- just wait you know, why they, they you know like the brushes that run upside on yeah. the side of an escalator yeah they're actually just like a deterrent so that your your foot hits that instead and of then you just go like oh it's, it's like yeah. touching something so you move away from it yeah um but little kids just don't have that part yeah. of their brain, and they just, just say it. They're stupid. They're, yeah, little, you know what your problem is, little kids. <laughs> I'm not afraid you know to say they, it. <laughs> your frontal lobe isn't fully developed. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, but they just so like any kind of shoes like that uh-huh. would always get stuck in there. Crocs, oh, yeah, because but they're so round, dude. Because it's like mushy foam. Like oh. people, people don't realize that like escalators. The m- more than often are shut down for safety reasons because there's switches in place that if something compresses at all on either side or going forward or going in, it shuts it down right away. Oh, wow. But that's just in the last 20 years. Oh, my goodness. So they're, they, I mean, they used to be pretty dangerous. Yeah. And like, yeah, little kids just run their hands on stuff all the time. Oh, man. So they just get like... Just peanut s- butter all over everything. Oh yeah, you know kids are with their <laughs> peanut just, butter. <laughs> well, even just like they they like sticking their they like the feeling of the handrail. So they yeah. like to. I've seen little kids just try to stick their hands oh. right in there, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, that kid is stuck in the escalator again. <laughs> so I've never really seen, um, a body part stuck in an escalator, but I've certainly. Found right, almost right before. Oh it yeah, happened. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I remember reading this article. I think it was in Vice a long time ago, but it was somebody who worked at McDonald's, and it was a tally of all the things they found at the bottom of the ball pit, and it was fucked. Oh, yeah. it was like weird stuff, like a glass eye. It's like okay, if you've lost your glass eye, <laughs> wouldn't you go try and find it? And same, someone le- left a, a prosthetic leg in there. No. The weird, the grossest thing to me was a live snake. 
Oh, that <laughs> freaks me out. That's so scary. That's a nightmare. That's that the is, scariest thing I've ever that's heard. That's the scariest. That's like a that's like a Halloween prank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A scare. Like if you were designing things to scare people, you'd be like, oh, it's like a place where kids <laughs> yeah. play, it, but there's snakes in <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, it's like a scene from It. <laughs> <laughs> I could never. I haven't watched it yet because I just get too scared. Really? Oh, I'm a suck. Like I just get too. My mom's like that. It. She can't handle anything that's so, where the intent is to be frightening. Like even I remember one time I came home, and she had a pillow half over her face, and I was like, "Oh, what's she watching? Like Candyman or something?" It was like a 1960s Godzilla movie. It's like black and white, campy bullshit. And she's like, "Oh my god, yeah. could happen." Yeah. <laughs> One time, me and my brother were watching uh, those Saw movies. Yeah, like yeah. In my early 20s. Yeah. And we put the dog outside, and the dog was just killed a bunch of birds. Oh. So we all we heard was a slam, and then we opened the door, and it was just dead birds lined up, <laughs> and he was like, I brought these for you. Wow. And we were like, ah! I hate this. Your dog is a huge fan of the Saw yeah, franchise. <laughs> was, uh... <laughs> A scary moment. Yeah. I love how nasty dogs are. That's hilarious. He's like... I remember seeing my dog when I was a teenager run and not stop and just scoop up a dead rat and eat it and keep running. He was like, ah! Shut the door so she couldn't get inside. Yeah. What's What movie do you think is the scariest movie you've ever seen? Um, I saw... Oh. What is it called? It starts with a C. The something... Oh, I'm conjuring the conjuring. Yeah. Yeah. Conjuring. Yeah. Yeah. It's because there was dead bodies in the walls and stuff. (laughs) I don't like the idea that just like there could be dead bodies behind behind something. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's our basement. Dead bodies behind the wall. Oh, man. And you're just like, oh, no wonder you don't want to go down there. Yeah. 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 It was scary. Oh man, yeah. I um, is it the kind of thing where you have a hard time sleeping at night after that? Yeah, like I'm scared of the dark, so I don't like. I, I love don't. It. I don't. Sleep Not afraid of on. working with a bunch of rough gentlemen <laughs> yeah. wiping their butts, but <laughs> the dark, no, thank you. You know, what movie scared me for some reason so bad when I saw it, and it's it's so silly because I can watch almost anything, and I do m- music for horror movies and stuff. Signs really bothered me. Yeah. <laughs> the, the aliens. The aliens. <laughs> they worked with the suspense so so well that I was like screaming in this. I don't know why. I also wasn't expecting it. I didn't know what it was was when I went to see it, and it was just really effective on me for some reason. I was just always waiting for Mel Gibson to say something racist. <laughs> That's what scared me. I was like, no, don't do it, Mel. Don't do it. <laughs> These fucking green people. <laughs> He's weird. But he just. <laughs> The water, remember? It was the water yeah. that saved the little girl left those glasses. Good water. thing. Oh, man. Good thing she's a germaphobe. Germaphobe. Joaquin. It was Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like how right now the, the Joker movie that he just had come out, you're not allowed to go to it by yourself. There's a rule because what? they think someone that goes by themselves is going to shoot everyone. Really? That's really what's happening. My yeah. buddy said he just went and watched it, mm-hmm. and this dude came in the last five minutes with a backpack. <gasps> And set his backpack down and walked out of the theater. Oh. And he was just like, what a jerk. Like, he's probably doing that yeah, on purpose yeah, yeah. just to, like, scare people. Or you, you look through it and it's just balls from a ball pit with a snake in the bottom. <laughs> no! <laughs> this is so scary. <laughs> this is my worst nightmare. I, I like, I, I read about it. Uh, some, some review was like, uh, 
I didn't like it. It was just too depressing and sad. And I was like, perfect. That's what I want. That's what the Joker should be. He's like a failed comedian, basically. Oh, yeah. And he's that just like out of control laughing where he can't even help it. It's like a tick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It should be sad. Yeah. We know comedians like that. (laughs) (laughs) No. You're a a delight, Brittany. Everyone loves you. Um, Apparently, some guy went into the theater... Uh, a couple days ago, and he was laughing hysterically every time the Joker hurt somebody, and they kicked him out. <laughs> Get out of here, creep! Like you know, <laughs> trying to enjoy this creepy movie. <laughs> You're too creepy for this. Yeah, quite. yeah. It, it's funny that now, like I think with like things being so, you know, like publicized all the time. Yeah, that it's just people are looking for like, oh, yeah. oh I'm the guy that was laughing in the theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you're just like... Anyone want to have sex with me? (laughs) Please, someone have sex with me. (laughs) Is that a snake around your... (laughs) Snake around his neck, juggling the balls. Still no? What, still no? I can, yeah. Better add a crazy hat. I like um, Paul F. Tompkins. Do you like him? Yeah. He's like one of my favorite comedians, but he has this bit about seeing people downtown... Where whatever city you're in, they have like a bird on their shoulder <laughs> or a cat on their back. He's like, "Well, you must be the most interesting person in the world." <laughs> there's so much of that in Vancouver. Like, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a woman who walks around and she has a duck. Yeah. And it has signage, and the signage says, "Hey, Instagram's great, but it ain't free. So if you want a picture with the duck, twenty dollars." And so I like that she's she's already she's like sassy up. about it. Like, listen. Nothing comes free in life. That'll be $20. And her, her duck is, I mean, it's really benefiting from that money, I'm sure. The duck's just like got a little collar around its neck and he's like, I'm a duck. I'm a duck. Let me go. This is my natural habitat. <sighs> Do you have any um, any phobias? Like, I'm really afraid of drowning. Yeah, I don't love the idea of drowning. Yeah. Um, I don't like the idea of being buried alive. Oh, yeah. That's... um, I had Gina Harms on here, and she said the same thing. I... Yeah, it's like that... Well, I don't like being in small spaces, really, that much. Mm -hmm. And the idea of being locked in a small space doesn't excite me. Man, for for truly claustrophobic people, flying must be the worst experience. It's... Yeah. (laughs) It's... Yeah, because you're really just, like, in a... Tube. I'll have moments of claustrophobia on a plane, and then I'll be like, uh, I have to be here for six more hours. I better just not think about this anymore. Do you know what I do? I like, I pick the window, and everybody's always like, What are you doing with the yeah. aisle? I hate the repetitive banging of the card on your leg. It always happens to me, and I've very, I'm a wide dude, and everyone who walks by hits my arm and then doesn't acknowledge it. Yeah, they hit my shoulder all the time. Why they don't they? <laughs> I'm going to say it. sorry, you know. No. Your hip hit me. <laughs> I picked the window so that what I can do is take a, an unhealthy amount of sleeping pills. Okay. And then I just curl up. Even coming from Calgary to Vancouver? <laughs> no, it's too short. Yeah. yeah. I can't afford to fly anywhere. <laughs> but I do like short, like if I can drive somewhere, I'll drive. Yeah. Just because I like being uh, mobile when I get there. Yeah. And it's easier for me to just... It's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't typically fly to Vancouver. I like the aisle on a plane mostly because even more than I hate having my shoulder hit every 10 seconds, I hate 
um, feeling like maybe I have to go to the bathroom, but then I'm gonna have to bother <laughs> two to people bother. to stand up. Oh yeah. Like I'd rather just be in pain <laughs> I just than go bother anybody. Diapers and sleeping pills. Oh, that's a great move. I just poop and sleep that's where I'm move. at. You <laughs> learn that on the job site. I heard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Open sleep at like, all, yeah. Brittany, we have some advice for you. <laughs> Get a notepad. Get a this notepad. is going to help. I'm like, this is diapers. <laughs> sleeping pills. There's only two things written on that. What <laughs> element of being buried alive terrifies you? Like, what do you think about... Because uh, Gina Harms and I were talking about it, and then she was like, because uh, you either... It's like you run out of air and you suffocate. And I was like, oh, I was picturing you like breathing dirt into your lungs and that's what kills you. And she's like, I never thought about that. That's even worse. <laughs> um, the, I've, I've heard stories of people being buried alive mm -hmm. and the idea of scratching oh, yeah. the coffin until mm -hmm. you wear your fingers off. Oh, that's an oh, interesting angle. Yeah, it's because you're the fight yeah. It's an unwinnable fight. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're, it, you're, there's no way you're getting out. Yeah. No one can hear you. Yeah. You can scream and scream and scream. I'd probably find a way to kill myself while I was in there. Yeah, like, like hold your breath for, for a long time. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what's, like, so terrifying, though, is, like, they used to put these, like, bells on strings that would... Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, for m people who are mummifying themselves. Ooh. And then they ring it every day, and then when it stops ringing, guess they're dead. That's, like, terrifying. I'm glad they got rid of that. Yeah. I heard that there's a podcast <laughs> called The Dollop, and uh, they did that. They talked about that. I think it was, it was in the Vampire Panic, it was called. Because they were so worried that like people were becoming vampires, oh. and then that bell, the coffin bell thing started at the same time. So you'd be in a cemetery, and like they'd hear bells ringing. No. So people were in like an absolute panic. I'm still worried about vampires though. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if they don't do that anymore. <laughs> if they're vampires, we'd be fucked. Because I'm such a sound sleeper, and it'd be so easy to kill while I'm asleep. I know. I watched so much. Uh, True Blood. Oh, yeah. When that was out, I had a real obsession with it. How insulting would that be if they bit you and then didn't turn you? It's like, listen, motherfucker, you're just food. Like, you're not cool enough to also hang out with us for eternity. Yeah, they're just like, listen, we can't. It's like, I have commitment issues. I like being by myself. It's like, okay, Lestat. <laughs> yeah, dude. When I was a, uh, a little kid, I loved the movie Interview with the Vampire. Mm. Yes. I loved it. And then I watched it again like last year and I was like, I didn't realize how homoerotic this is. Oh, it's like them yeah, biting yeah. each other and like flying around like Tom Cruise, like <laughs> sucking on Brad Pitt's neck, flying around in a ball gown. It's oh, like, oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. I realized it and then watched it 18 more times. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely I was like, yes, yeah, suck on his there. neck. Yeah. But you know what? What a handsome I, cast. Go on. What a handsome cast. <laughs> Antonio. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it in so long. Mm -hmm. It's it's quite campy now that you when you watch it. It's not like something that... I don't feel like it holds up. All the stuff that I loved in that age, if I watch now, it's... I still like it. Like, it's like... It just won't... Like, The Crow was, like, my favorite movie. I It's still... Even when he's playing guitar solo by himself on the church rooftop, I'm like... It's pretty badass, I guess. <laughs> I'd do the same thing if I got murdered. There are like kids movies that I watch mm -hmm. now that I'm just like, I know I'm not supposed to like this. <laughs> like what? Like I'm trying to think of like Karate Kid. Oh, I love Karate Kid. Or The Three Ninjas. I was really into a lot of kicking movies. Three Ninjas is good. <laughs> because it's like Home Alone with Karate. 
exactly. Like so they have the they do the traps part, and yeah. but but they also actually know how to fight. It was awesome. Anything with bumbling crooks in it, I'm into it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> my uh, my parents and my aunt and uncle would always like they'd be like, "You kids pick a movie," and they'd be like six. My three cousins and us. Yeah. And we'd pick the same three movies. Yeah, I did that. Three too. Ninjas, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> And we'd always be like, give me your soul. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. My friends, the Soska sisters, are these identical twin directors. They can recite that movie entirely well, from memory. The two of them can go back and forth and just do the dialogue <laughs> from the whole movie. I should have them on and they should do that. that just, just an entire episode. And it'd just be like one viewer and it would be Brittany. <laughs> and her cousins. <laughs> my brothers and sisters and cousins. I used to do that too, except I'd rent Billy Madison and my mom was like, this movie is inappropriate for you. Oh yeah. You're a little kid and it's so, there's so much sexual stuff in it. And like Steve Buscemi's like gone crazy from being bullied and he's like a murderer now. Oh yeah, and- he's like crossing names off. With <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes when he crosses the name off with lipstick and then puts the lipstick yeah, on. Yeah. Oh. And then he sits back and enjoys his evening I suppose <laughs> there's uh yeah Billy Madison me and my brother could recite word for word <laughs> <laughs> I love when I meet a person like that because I realize that we're kindred spirits <laughs> it's so funny to me that it just like I love when seriousness gets invaded by silly yeah so like his dad in the movie is yeah. just trying to run a business yeah and trying not to hate his son <laughs> Like, he's just desperately trying to be like... We all relate to that. He's like, he's a good boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's just so drunk all the time, and it's it's yeah. so fun to watch for me. And it had really dark moments. Like, remember at his, uh, that one graduation where that clown falls and everyone thinks it's a joke, and then he, you realize he's dead? <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. And everybody keeps playing around. Yeah, him. they'll laugh. Or even the, uh, the, ed- the uh, educational decathlon. <laughs> and... Or the academic decathlon. Yeah. And the guy's like, he's just like, there will be no cheating. Yeah. Except for my wife, who is a dirty, dirty whore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, the first category. Just keeps like, making it about himself. Yeah, dude. And everybody just, I love like the just, you know, mm-hmm. deadpan of people sitting through that and not acknowledging it. Yeah. The I fact love. that he's just breaking down as a person and trying to carry on. That's exactly what I find funny. Norm MacDonald's in that movie. He is in that movie. Um, I love Norm MacDonald. Adam Sandler was like my hero when I was a little kid and they filmed Happy Gilmore here and I got to be an extra in it and you cannot see me <gasps> no, and that no. crushed me. But I got to meet him for like a second when I was like 10. Oh my God. And he was really cool and he made, it was, it was there was like a bunch of kids there for some reason and he made a joke about like a monkey farting or something and we were like that's awesome you're like this guy's the best exactly his demographic for the time and (laughs) probably still he did that new movie with jennifer aniston where it's like a murder mystery and it's pretty good it was actually pretty funny yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. i know he um a lot of people are like you you sold out and i'm like uh yeah of course why uh he has the best life i've ever heard of yeah i'm like because he just makes movies casts only his friends yeah they do it in a in a nice island every time and then i heard backstage he just gets a basketball court built and they just play and filming the movie is like secondary to that dude and that's what it looks like and i watch it and i appreciate it people are always like oh grown-ups 2 is so hacky i'm like buddy (laughs) he just the only reason he did grown-ups 2 because he was just like hey we should do that again yeah yeah Yeah, it's a vacation it's like, don't you got to write a movie? I was like, I'll get somebody. To yeah, it. I'll figure it out. Well, I'll figure it out. We'll just freestyle it on the set. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that Chris awesome. Rock's in it. 
Me too. I love David Spade a lot. Yeah. I like seeing David Spade in anything. He, I've always thought he was so funny. I loved Hollywood Minute. Hollywood Minute was so fun. One of my favorite lines ever was from Hollywood Minute. Which one? When he's just like, uh, he's like, ooh, I'm a celebrity. I'm in a limo. I have $50. <laughs> because I was just like, it was, it was the first time I like realized like, oh yeah, if you just like pitched in, it really only costs us $50 to ride in a limousine. That's a great point. Like it was just like, it made me laugh so hard. He's so smarmy and yeah. funny. Oh, I love him. He There's this Hollywood Minute thing that I've never forgotten and it's such a cheap joke, but it worked so well on me as a kid. And it still works so well on me where he goes, it just shows the poster for the movie Chaplin. And he's like, Chaplin, more like Craplin. And then the audience laughs and then it shows a picture of a little kid and he's like, my seven-year-old nephew wrote that joke. <laughs> yeah. I loved SNL growing up, and I totally didn't understand the jokes. I just, like, liked it, you know? We used to recite it, me and my best friend, Lena Newman. <laughs> yeah. We would... Uh, Shout out to Lena Newman. Lena Newman is going to be watching. She's my best <laughs> homie in the whole wide world. We've known each other since grade two. Wow. And we just, like, we were, like, losers, but we didn't know we were losers. <laughs> like, people would be, like, instead of, like, thinking, like, people were excluding us, yeah. we'd be, like... <laughs> Whatever they're doing over there is That's not cool. for us. We That's... wore matching Adidas tracksuits. You guys are oh, like the coolest yes. people I've ever heard of. We had so much fun. And then we evolved to like uh, jeans, but we got chains on our wallets right at the oh, same time. No yeah. fear wallets with chains. Oh, you yeah. guys are cool. Yeah. We still dress this exactly the same. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Um, but yeah, we would recite word for word like SNL sketches. And oh. people would come over and they'd be like, hey, like, I'm sure their parents were just like, you should go talk to those girls and invite them to play with you guys. Yeah, yeah. They'd come over and we're like, we're busy. <laughs> Plants world. Plants She's world. like, all right, from the top. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like doing the gap girls. Yeah, we were just lay off me. I'm starving. I'm starving. <laughs> I love that. Oh yeah, we did so much. We were obsessed with Sherry O'Terry and Molly Shannon. Oh man, just like I love. I was. I heard this uh, Molly Shannon interview, and she was talking about how her and Will Ferrell had this agreement on SNL that if a sketch was bombing, they'd commit commit to it 10 times harder. <laughs> I love that. Because neither of them would break ever. <laughs> yeah, That's Will amazing. never broke, really. And yeah. Neither, yeah, she, Molly Shannon never broke. <laughs> yeah. Her 50, I'm 50. And she'd kick her leg. <laughs> I love that character. Dude, I love her so much. What would she say when she would kick her leg? She'd just go, I'm 50. I'm 50 years old. She'd kick it up real high. She'd have like a, just like a cartoonish camel toe with whatever she was wearing. It was so funny to me. I like, I heard um, Jim Brewer talking about how he had this rivalry with Chris Kattan for some reason. And um, Chris Kattan would always, he said that Chris Kattan would always be like hitting on the, the host if it was a woman. Yeah. And... And they were gonna do this S- this Twilight Zone sketch where Norm's the host. He Dude, plays. I love this story. Yeah, yeah, and he's <laughs> and he's like not committing to it. He's not really doing an impression of Rod Serling at all. And Chris Kattan's like, "Oh my god! Like, why are you? You're not even gonna. This is how we're gonna do it. You're not even doing a good impression." And he's like hitting on Pamela Anderson, who's in the sketch. It's like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" And like Norm Macdonald's like not sticking up for himself, which is weird because he like roasts everybody, <laughs> and he keeps doing it. And then he waits till there's there. It's like. He waits till there's like, they're counting down 10 seconds to airtime. And then he turns to Chris Catani. He's like, hey, Pamela, did Chris tell you he's gay? And he just starts 
roasting him right before they go to air. So if you watch the sketch, they're like all laughing except him. Oh my gosh. And then does like the best impression. <laughs> yeah, he actually does like an accurate impression of Rod Serling. <laughs> He's like, in a world where. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love stuff like that because it's so funny because it's just like. Yeah. Any Norm story. Is oh, just it's insane, I and I love it so much. He's the most yeah. fearless guy. Oh yeah. You know what I've really been enjoying is is dice stories. Like <laughs> Ari Shafir was talking about how when he was the doorman at the comedy store, anytime a fan would come <laughs> want to take pictures with Andrew Dice Clay, he'd be like, "Sure, give me the camera," and he'd purposely put himself out of angle of the photo, <laughs> so it's just the corner of his head. He's like, there you go. Nice to meet you. And so they'd get home and realize it didn't work. No like, way. that's funny to him. It's just like being like awful to his fan base that way. I love that. Yeah. Um, people expect like comedians to be sane people. No. And then they, they, they're like, hey, it's a little weird. I'm yeah. Like, of course he was. Yeah, exactly. What do you think was going to happen? That's like when people complain about musicians being egotistical. It's like, yeah. <laughs> He this this comedian or this musician wants everyone looking at them all the time and feels fine about that impulse, me included. Yeah. And you're gonna say they they have no ego, and it's like I don't want Kings don't, of Leon. I don't want the super good boys. I want the badasses. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> dude. The also just like the uh, <laughs> the difference between musicians and comedians at the end of a show. I love so much because <laughs> musicians are like drinking in a green room and they're like, whoa. Pretty good show. <laughs> like, there's so many heroes. Tell them to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then comedians were like, buy our shirt. <laughs> like, we're standing at the front door I love waiting that. for thank yous. There's we're like, a, did you enjoy yourself? Everyone's like, no. It's like, a, a great Chris Gordon impression. You just was it? <laughs> buy my bear gun. We, I gotta say, he was. We're, I just had Guy McPherson and Sam Tonning on the last one, yeah. and they were just roasting Chris Gordon for some reason. So I feel bad I just did that. I love you, Chris Gordon. Chris uh, Chris is one of my favorite pals. He's, yeah. He cracks me up so much. Yeah. I'll just get a message from him every once in a while, and it makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> yeah. Because it'll be just like, you know, so funny. It'll just be a video of him. He's like, oh, I'm just in a small town picking up babes. <laughs> and then he'll like pan out, and he's just at a closed drive through window, and he's knocking on the window. <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny. Dude, he's so funny. He's so funny. I don't know if I know a funnier person. I know. He's the most ridiculous guy, and I love uh, all his phobias. I can't wait to have him on here to ask him about him be- about them, because he's like... Like, I love that video where he's doing a set, and there's someone getting a live tattoo on stage <laughs> next to him, and then he realizes it, and he has a fear of blood, so he screams and jumps out the window. What? Oh, yeah. He runs and jumps out the window of the venue. He's so funny. He was in, uh, yeah, in Calgary at the Plaza, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's this great show called uh, Late Night at the Plaza, and it's sort of this just, like, guerrilla late night show where it's, like, all these hilarious out-of-control bits. Oh. And they do, like, sketches. They they film sketch. Oh, my God. You know what I appreciate about a guy with a skullet? When he what? braids it. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's a guy who was just like, not only am I gonna, I like that look. Wait, does he have a cane? Oh, he has dogs. Of course he does. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's just walking around with a skull cane. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's like really. I can't take 
people seriously when they're trying to look scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? That guy looks like a roadie for a band with a lot of sex misconduct allegations. <laughs> they're like, we haven't been doing ball-bearing necklaces for some time, sir. The only thing better than braiding your skull is braiding your goatee, which oh, is yeah. next for him, I'm That's sure. That's so, yeah. Yeah, he's a roadie for Static X. He was like, what's that, what is that, a Stashire Terrier? Yeah, of course it is. Of course, of course, it, course was. it is. Of course it what was. What is that, some off-brand of a pit bull? <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's well, the look. somebody has to protect the meth that's under his mattress in his <laughs> one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. He's just missing a chain-link fence and decrepit <laughs> stairway going up to his house. <laughs> Man, we really roasted that guy yeah, who can't poor- stick up for himself yeah. right now. <laughs> Poor guy. Has no idea. He's just yeah. like he's like. Oh, I'm actually just heading over to a, my charity event. Well, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are you guys doing? <laughs> just selfish stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's talking big... about yourself. Oh, okay, cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. He's like a big fan of the podcast, but now he's not. Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's literally listening to it right now. Like, ha ha, like laughing. <laughs> See him next week, just crying. After just crying. Um, have you ever had an experience with a ghost? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Go on. <laughs> Are you guys ghost people? No. Oh, I just spit directly. At I you. deserved it. I'm so sorry. I um... Alana Brittany came on here and was like, a, basically her story is is she was in a theater and then she got a text from a number that doesn't exist and it was like, yeah, like fuck, like people come on here and have the craziest what? stories. Oh, so yes. I'm wondering if you do. I used to. Well, my grandmother had passed before I was born. Okay. My mom's mom. And I used to have very vivid dreams of her when I was a little girl, when I was like eight, mm-hmm. nine. And then I would like, they'd just be, I would literally just like walk in her room and be like, hey, grandma. We'd like sit in a room. It's like a white room. We'd just sit and talk. Whoa. And then I'd wake up. Holy. Like, okay, Whoa. whatever. You'd have and like meaningful conversations? Meaningful conversations. Wow. She would ask like, oh, is everything okay? You know, whatever. And then I would like, she'd be like, oh, just tell your mom this. And then, like, as an eight-year-old, I'd just, like, go to my mom and be like, hey, like, this situation that's going on in your life, like, you don't need to worry about it. Grandma says that it's not a big deal. What would your mom say? She was just, like, I think she's had similar experiences. So she kind of just played it down. Like, she didn't really respond about it at all. She just was like, okay. Whoa. And But she, I was like, how did that not freak you out that you're, like, children of the corn daughter just, like, (laughs) walked out in a nightgown with black eyes? (laughs) Grandma says don't be worried about Bill. But... (laughs) No, it was just like it was just like a really uh, natural thing that it felt like, and wow. then I would just know all this stuff that there's no way I would know if I was holy eight years old. So I've had a lot of like experiences sur- surrounding my grandmother, kind yeah. of always being around. Um, but I mean, my parents' house, their basement was always in Calgary. Yeah, yeah. kind of funky. Hmm. There, when we before we moved in, it was like they had a a older man living in the basement it was kind of like a basement suite okay and then when we moved in my dad's like really talented carpenter and he he like just re- ripped it all apart and yeah redid it all and it looked beautiful and everything but it like we'd have crazy stuff happen he died in that house that oh guy. my goodness so like it was just the previous owners you know yeah but he was um the lights would go on and off the sinks would go on full blast Whoa. see I'm, I'm saying like I, I've never had an experience, and I think I'm just, uh, I think ghosts aren't interested in me. Like, um, I don't know what it is. Maybe they just think I'm annoying or something. But, uh, but like, my last apartment, at, at one point I found out someone hung themselves in my bedroom. Jesus. Nothing, nothing. Nothing ever. I had no experiences. No visitors. 
Um, and then other people just seem like to have like so many stories about it. So I'm just so like curious about it. Yep. Me and my brother were one time in Sparward, British Columbia, and we were up all night and we were laughing and we had been like up drinking all night long. And he's like, let's make macaroni. <laughs> we're like, yeah, let's do a little craft dinner. Yeah. And we fired up a pot of craft dinner and uh, we're like sitting over at the table and we're laughing and we're just like, ah, we'd been carrying on for so long. Yeah. And the spoon out of the craft dinner was like, Whoa, what? Across the room and hit. Holy. And we're like, okay, time to go to bed. Whoa. No way. Yeah, we just turned the oven off, went to bed. We didn't step and eat. We were like, oh man. Then I was just like, oh. so I'm sleeping with you? He's like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. Oh man. Yeah. That's no. terrifying. It was scary. Yeah. So I've had tons of stuff, but like a lot of people are just like, I also don't care if people are like, oh, this fucking doesn't happen. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. 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 But it was lots of lots of experiences for sure. I had a similar situation, except it wasn't a ghost. It was my friend Steve, and we'd been drinking too much <laughs> and doing too many mushrooms, and he fell asleep while making a pizza on the oven, so there was just flames licking the ceiling. Oh, and So no. I turned it off, and then he woke up, and then it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually tried to give um, uh, Tony from Fake Shark, He he's like, Tony was asleep sitting up. Yeah. And he was like, hey, Tony, do you want some pizza? And and Tony was asleep, but still talking. He's like, yes, that would be very good, actually. And then we were like, well, open your eyes then and eat it. Like, he thought he was having a dream. Someone was offering him pizza. <laughs> and then he woke up and it was really happening. What Like, oh, what a great situation for him. That is an amazing situation. That's yeah. the best case for having a dream like that. You yeah, yeah. It's actually It happening. really is <laughs> happening. It's his dream come true. Dream come true. <laughs> and that's a good place to end it. <laughs> Thank you, Brittany. What yeah. uh, what do you got coming up? I guess the album's coming up. Yeah, dude. Um, October seventeenth okay. is the big release of Going Up. Yep. Recorded uh, right here in Vancouver at Vancouver Yuck Yucks. Yeah. And uh, I produced it. Lovely, Kevy produced it. That was a really that was great. It was, it actually was great because it, we did that album and your contribution to the Yuck Yucks compilation That's at the right. same time. It was <laughs> like such a cakewalk working with you because you're very professional. Oh. Thank you. Yeah, it was Welcome. nice. It was a it was a fun weekend. We did. Uh, I was a little bit panicked, I, I and I was like, "Can you please come out and record the early?" And you came out. Yeah, yeah, that like, was fine. You're like, "Yeah, dude, no problem." <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd stop shaking while you talk yeah. to me. I'm like, oh, God, oh, God. "Just relax, Brittany." Okay. <laughs> take it, take I'll it get breath. an old man here to wipe his ass in front of you to make you comfortable. <laughs> yeah, make you feel a little better. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, fellas. Sorry, fellas. Sorry, fellas. I'm gonna call this episode "Sorry, fellas." <laughs> Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Comedy Here Often Podcast. And thank you to Brittany Lysang for coming in and hanging out. Make sure to follow her on social media. Make sure to follow us on all our social media, at Comedy Here Often on all platforms. We'll see you next week.